All right, guys, it's August 2nd. It's a Thursday morning, 2018, at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And, uh, yes, uh, I was interviewed by a reporter yesterday, and I think uh, Robert may have spoken to the guy as well from the Washington Post, and uh, he, he spoke to Jason Kessler also. And somehow he's trying to frame Jason Kessler as some sort of an anti-Semite. And Jason and I are both of the same opinion that that we don't have that strong uh, anti-Jewish view. We, we're more, uh, you know, open-minded and say, well, there's plenty of Jewish people out there that are good people. But certainly, I, nobody can deny the fact that three, if not four, of the, of the Supreme Court justices are Jewish. Well, that's a disproportionate representation right there. So... You know, I, I believe that, and I think everybody in the world would have to believe that, but it doesn't mean that we are against all Jewish people. That's, that's crazy. Or just because we think that, you know, black people commit more uh, crimes against white people than white people commit against black people, that somehow we're anti-black. Well, that doesn't mean that. We're just recognizing the truth and what's going on in the world. And that's the truth. You, you, you have Jewish people that are openly stating the fact, of course we run Hollywood, and I'm glad we do. I forget what the guy's name was that said that, but that's what he said. And so, and that's what I see. Anybody can see this. It's not that we're anti-Semitic, like anti the descendants of Shem. Many of us believe that white Europeans are the descendants of Shem, and not the Jewish people. So using these words, all these words at this point in time have really no meaning anymore. They've been, they've been blown out of the water by overuse, and statements are made. If you have one problem with a person, that means you're against all these other people at the same time. Well, that's not true. Well, I, 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 uh, I think that any uh, cult that promotes usury uh, in, 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 in all of its most decadent forms and, and organized crime, uh, I, 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 cannot, I cannot agree, you know, and I cannot quite logically understand why anyone uh, w- would even continue affiliating themselves with, with a cult like that. I have never understood it. Maybe somebody can explain it to me. But. Well, again, like I say, you know, I do business with Jewish people. I do business with black people, and, and I don't have any problem. So that doesn't mean that I'm, I, I accept every Jewish person in the whole world or every black person in the whole world, whatever they do or what they do or do not do. That's not the truth. If there's somebody that I think needs to be called out for a specific reason, then I'll, I'll point it out. Like entertainment, banking, news media, totally dominated by Jewish people. And I understand that. And I think a lot of Jewish people, Jewish people admit to that and understand that as well. But that doesn't mean we're against all Jewish people. So, you know. But the, the, the way they paint us with their broad brush is something, just by having, this is Mr. Walker on the phone, right? No, no, it's Rich. Rich, oh, Rich, Rich from, Washington. from Washington. Yeah, Washington okay. State. Well, just because, you know, I say that, Mr. Walker was on the show uh, the Thursday before we got thrown off the air. He made statements that were his statements. Just because he makes those statements doesn't, believe, doesn't make me believe in everything that he says. And that's the problem that we have. They, they pain us with it. That's why their, their words are becoming useless, because they don't have any specific meaning anymore. You can't call me an anti-Semite if you, don't even, you can't even tell me who a Semite is. And that, that's really a big problem. You can't call me a white supremacist if, if you don't know what supremacy means. If you, your understanding of the word white supremacist may be different than mine, I, I don't believe that we want to rule over and dictate all paths for all people to take just because I'm white. We don't believe that. I don't believe that. I believe I want a white nation that functions with white cultural values 
and white racial uh, understanding of things. And if that's a sin, well, you know, you can say whatever you want, but most people are not going to view that as some sort of a sin. So I didn't see the article yet. Uh, I talked to Jason just a few minutes ago, Tesla, Jason Kessler. And, well, you know, go ahead. There are several articles today. I'm looking at them on Google News. USA Today has one. Gizmodo. Uh, WTOP two days ago. It's lots of talk now about this Unite the Right rally. Don't think we need to go over all of them here. Um, let me let Red in. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, how my fellow craggers doing over there? Good. I just locked, locked Father Petrus off, but let me get him back. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, Cracker. I hear you. Uh, okay. Yeah, I just want to comment on that. Like you, like you said, uh, they they want to talk, say say things about us, you know, that's not true and or, or whatever, but. Back when I said before, as a bigot, you know, what's the, what's the definition of a bigot? And uh, that that's exactly what these people are, are bigots, because they sit here and call us names and things, and because they say we sit here and call them names, I mean, they're no better than us, so what, they, what, what they're doing. So, you know, I, I would never give uh, any reporter – uh, a, a chance to interview me, uh, just like I would have never did that documentary that the, the, the good ones did, because uh, I don't think I did anything for our cause, but hurt us. Unless the good ones got paid, which it doesn't sound like they did, or uh, you know they would be uh, worried about money for the attorney for for Jacob. So. Um, you know, I remember you saying that the post was supposed to come on or, or something yesterday, and then you said just now that they were interviewed, interviewed you and Robert, and they no, wanted to paint you. No, as... uh, well, well, either way, you know, they want to paint you as is is this uh, you know anti-Semite and, you know, racist and white supremacist and all this other stuff. And, you know, they don't, they don't get it. You know, nowadays it doesn't even matter. If you're white or you voted for Trump, you're automatically racist and you're white supremacist. I mean, like you said, Frank, I mean, you're right. They've, they've, they've used this word too much. They wore it out. doesn't mean anything to, to most people. I mean, I talk to different people on a daily basis. I mean, every single day I talk to to uh, new people, and I'm very open with what I talk about to an extent, but uh, it's it's mainly political stuff. And then, you know, I'll bring up just what I said. You know, hell, nowadays, if, you know, you vote for Trump, you you know, if, if you're for Trump, you're a racist, and, and everybody that I talk to uh, is in 100% agreement. So I just want to throw with two cents in on what you were just talking about, you know, how it's just like what the Knox, Knoxville, uh, what is it, Centennial did to you, Frank. They twist the words all up. They said, you know, it's fake news. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's, that's what fake news really is. When they take a, a National Geographic magazine for years has been taking facts and then linking those facts together to, to put a, a program out there that said, well, this, is, this proves that, that theory. Now they're just blatantly lying. It's oh, yeah. geographic. And the same thing with the news. I mean, you could, before, you could, you could take somebody and put a label on them just because, like I said, we had uh, Walker on the show. So because we had Walker on the show, that made us all... Uh, white supremacist, just because we had him on the show. So 
let's now we talk, we both talked to uh, Robert and I and Jason, all three of us, have spoken to this guy Ian. That's how he pronounces his name, I A N. No, we would say Ian. Uh, but that's how he pronounces his name. I met the man in Charlottesville at Jacob Goodwin's trial. He seemed to be pretty fair, but he tries to link just because we have a person on the show that has controversial and different views than we have, than, than I have anyway. That makes me in the same category as that person. Well, if you support the Antifa and you say, well, these people are fighting fascism, so because they're fighting fascism, that makes them good, well, that means you must be supporting Antifa. And if you support Antifa or BAM or, you know, Black Lives Matter, then that makes you a black supremacist. So Ian is a, a black supremacist, I guess. Is that right? Just because he says that they're good people, does that mean he's part of that he's people? A Jewish, he's a Jewish supremacist for sure. You know, yeah, you should ask him to defend himself from that. Uh, aren't you for Jewish supremacy? You know? Well, that would end the conversation. Well, they won't let you even ask that question. Well, let's get back to my point, is what they'll say. And what do you think? How, how is the defense for Jacob Goodwin handled? And, and, I, and my answer would be, I'm really not sure exactly what his attorney was trying to do. I can't judge what he was doing because I don't know what his, his goal was. So that'll all come out and watch. So that's what they do. They try and make everybody that's associated with, like that, uh, what was it? USA Today or whatever the newspaper was that I read about uh, the rally coming up in D.C. Well, I read right, right up front. It's neo-N-word, white supremacist. It's all these things right up front, labeling Jason Kessel with that title. And he's not like that. You can't, you, just because he's standing up for white people's rights, and that's basically what he's standing for. The rights of white people have been stripped away from us. Abigail says it when she calls in. There's many people that feel this way. The older people are becoming less and less relevant as time goes on because we're going to die. I'm 71. How many years am I going to go? Plenty of people die younger than me. You know, my I'm not going to get into my personal family history, but, uh, you know, we are becoming less relevant because we're lower and lower percentage of the population. And these new guys coming up, you guys better watch out. You, you labeling people anti-Semitic and anti-black and racist and, and all these other words that you might use, these young people are not buying it anymore because you wore it out. You wore out your, your epithets against us. And they're not going to work anymore. Well, you know, perfect, another perfect example of what you brought National Geographic. You know, as a kid and even up to the recent years, I used to love watching National Geographic because I love nature and the outdoors and stuff like that. Um, and but you can go to like Netflix, and we know all who know who who owns. Ask everybody, ask yourself. We're, we're probably all preaching to the choir here, but we are y'all. Who, who owns Netflix? Who owns? Uh, Google. Well, exactly. So what I'm getting, what I'm getting at, my point is, you can go to uh, Netflix and they have all kinds of documentaries of like World War II and uh, you know things that would interest me, but I don't watch them because I know that they're all twisted and lied in. You know, so they don't tell you the, the truth, and there's a reason why they don't tell you the truth. Because they want you to believe everything that we've been uh, brainwashed to this day, and, and and it's in those documentaries that what they want to tell you and what want you to believe. When we know, in fact, this six million Jews didn't die in a gas chamber. Uh, you know, well, I'm not going to get into depth on on the, the whole Holocaust thing, but that's just an example. But you know, they they they. They paint all this stuff to be bad, and you know it was the white people, you know, fault and Hitler and this and that, and you know, but it's it's sad, you know. You can't even enjoy a, a decent movie or documentary because 
it's all fake. A lot, at least a lot of it's fake. And yeah. So, and that's where, if you say, well, this part of what you're saying is wrong, oh, you must be one of those hate people. That's what they'll do. They try to... No, we're not one of these hate people. We're, the, we're people who are open-minded and we see the truth and we can see through the lies. That's what it boils down to. And, you know, the Washington Post, if you're listening, you Antifa, you leftist, uh, any uh, SPLC, all of you guys who are against people like us who know the truth and see through the truth, there's nothing wrong with us. We're normal people. We're smart people. We're open-minded. We, 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 we see through your damn lies. That's, just, that's the bottom line, and we have the balls to come out and say something about it. So that is just the bottom line. I, I'm kind of ramped up this morning, but I, you know, I, I'm going to have to cut it short. I've got some uh, priorities uh, I've got to do here in about 15 minutes. I just wanted to chime in when you brought up National Geographic. So, uh, okay. I don't, I, I don't want to. I mean, well, you can if you want. Got if, a if you want I'll just mute myself. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and step back because I've got to. I gotta walk out the door here in about fifteen minutes, so but I'm gonna still be listening in. Okay. Okay, this is All right, Eric. Go ahead, have a good day. Five one three. Hi, Welcome this is you. Annabelle. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Hey. Okay. I I haven't listened been listening to the show. I had I because I'm usually busy at nine o'clock. I listen to podcasts, but today I happen to turn be here so I, I turned the show on and there are several comments I have to make and then a question is everything is a strategy. Everything's a strategy. Calling people names shuts down their voice. The, the left communists, the leftist communists, they are terrified right now with the election of Trump and they have to shut down every white voice. There cannot be one white voice out there. There can't be any, any action, any... Any, anybody, they want nothing from us. They want to shut us down. When I, I, and I sent this to you, Frank. I, his, the man's name was Dawson, and I loved this man. I saw him marching, this little red-headed guy, you know, trying to do something. He was a member. He had done Occupy. He believed in creating change, and, he's, and I'm sure that he thought, he knows, every white person knows their, their civil rights have been trampled on and their voice has been shut down. And all he did was march at Charlottesville, and they, he lost his job, his family was harassed, and he committed suicide. And when I think of him, I want to cry. And then one black activist said, good, I'm glad he's dead. So everything yeah. is a strategy, and this is to shut down the white voice. It doesn't matter what you think or what you say, it will be twisted, and you will be shut down. You will be stomped down. There's a thing called the Amos Project, and it's kind of a Marxist religion combination. And they have done a lot of damage in these different cities. And I went to a training session. I went to the first one, and I got so sick at their tactics, I could never go back to the second one. But this is what they said. What do you do when you want change and there's no problem? Everything's okay, not, everything's flowing, but you want a, a certain outcome. What you do is you start making accusations. You do it loud, you do it vocally, and you don't stop. And as soon as they answer you, you have won, and you start negotiating from your point of view. And this is what it's all about. I listen to, I have serious radio, and I'm listening to the black stations because I want to know what everyone's talking about what they're thinking. When you hear the hateful rhetoric that comes out of the blacks' mouth against white people, it is absolutely unbelievable. They now want the city of Austin changed because the guy who is named after, he thought slavery was okay. So they want the city changed. And so this white person called in and was trying to defend it. And there's no way you can defend insanity. It just sounds ludicrous to even try to argue with insanity. So everything that's happening now 
It is to stop what Trump has started. And I don't know what the answer is. I, I feel totally helpless. The, the black kids are taught to hate white people. I've heard a black man on uh, C-SPAN talking about he wrote a book and he's had to have the talk with his kids at six years of age about the horrid, hated white people and, and how unsafe they are. So then I started noticing these little kids when I go out and they look at you, they look at white people like, oh my God, there's one of those. So the, the hate that is taught in the black community toward white people and the blacks believe it. They believe it. It's unheard of. I was at the post office, and there was a black man in there, and he was on the phone yelling at somebody. He said, this white man trashed over this. It's all this white man's fault. He did this to me. And just yelling, and everybody's looking like, oh, my God. You know, and it's just the world has gone insane. And the question is, is what do we do? But Frank you can't defend yourself by saying, I'm not this, because they know that you aren't that. That's a strategy to shut you down. And as soon as you start defending yourself, they've won, because there's no way to defend insanity. So um, my question is, because I heard a little bit, is did you lose your show because of having Walker on? Exactly what happened that you lost the show because I listened to the podcast from David Duke last night and Google has stripped him of all of his videos. So could you tell me exactly what happened that you lost your show? Well, it was two things. Uh, Walker was on a Thursday prior to the show's shutdown. Uh, the article came out on a Friday, I guess. And by this woman, uh, Kelly Weil, I, I think that was her name. Yeah, Kelly Weil, W-E-I-L-L. She was from the, uh, the Daily Beast, which is affiliated with the, uh, I think, Newsweek. And it's their online paper for Newsweek. And I threatened to sue her. I threatened to sue her because she slandered me. She libeled me. She wrote about me in her article and said, racist, she called it the racist storefront action radio show. Well, no, the white supremacist storefront action radio show. Well, that's not what we're about. So, yes, they do use these words to shut us down, but when, then when we defend ourselves against these words, it gets them so upset, it gets them so riled up and angry that they have to try and shut people down. Death threats were made to the person that ran the radio station. Death threats. If this guy's still on, we're going to kill you and your wife and your family and everybody associated with you. This is what these people do. If you people out there don't understand how evil these people are, you're just you're not working with a full deck there. I'm sorry. These people will do anything to shut us down because they can't take it when we defend ourselves. One thing that I do not understand, first of all, we have civil rights laws in this country that you cannot deny people service because of their race. So how can all of these people deny service to us because they don't like our politics? And secondly, why isn't the Justice Department stepping in and stopping this? And stopping this, if these were black people being beaten up and killed and committing suicide, there would be hell to pay 24-7. But because this white man, this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful white man who thought, I'm going to go march and stand up for my culture, for my country, for my, my people. And what did he do? He was harassed into killing himself. I mean, that is murder. No matter how you do it, that is murder. And the Justice Department does nothing. And we still have Obama's Justice Department for, for Fields to have 30 hate crimes against him. What in the hell were they thinking? Can I interject? Shirley? Uh, yeah. I, excuse me, but this, this is so germane to what we're talking about. I'm going to read a quote 
from a major uh, Jewish leader. And this is a quote. This is, this is verbatim. And it is uh, what you talk about the same things being preached over and over again. Well, as far as I'm concerned, this is the source. And these, these, uh, these people who consider, you know, word phrases, uh, this sentiment, you know, as, as uh, the words of God, uh, you know, <laughs> well, I, they, we all need to step back and say, you know, whoa. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this quote. I speak of the death of the white race, the complete removal of all means of reproduction of the so-called Aryan race. Men, we now control the destiny of this race. It is now time to make sure the white race becomes extinct through miscegenation and having virtually a zero birth rate. We have all enjoyed the vision repeated all over this world every day of the last white children playing with little dark children and knowing that they are being set up for their eventual destruction. We can ruin the ancient pure bloodline of an Aryan child by convincing him or her of the altruism of begetting uh, uh, interracial children. We must expose the race mixing of the urban centers to the suburbs and rural areas of this country. More aggressive programs to integrate these areas are now underway through HUD. It is worth any price to annihilate the next generation of white children. We want every white father to feel the sting of having their children marry colored mates and produce biracial children. Now this is this is a this is a direct quote. It's absolutely public domain. It's accepted in all quarters as appropriate. Who who wrote the quote? Who was that? That was yeah, Abe, Fox, Abe Foxman. Okay. Abe Foxman, chair, chairman for years of of the anti defamation league. And could, if, you do, do, could you do me a favor? Could you send that text to Frank, and then Frank could send it to me? I'd certainly appreciate having that. That's a long... Sure. I'm not sure I can just pull it up. If you could send it to Frank... Send it to me, Frank, Rich. Frank could text it to me. Okay. But I got I, it on the bell. I just got a couple more seconds worth here, and then I'm going to back out. You know, what is, what is the definition of defamation? What is the definition of hate? All, all of these labels that this cult has produced, these popularized labels that they slap on us at every, each and every opportunity, you know, and, and who, who are the real haters and who are the ones that are preaching hate to, to the people uh, who, who, you know, like I say, they can, it's manna, you know, they loved they love to be the victims. They love they love to hear the hear that you know uh, you have reparations coming. You have this coming. The evil white race uh, has has uh, you know put you down, you know, and and has a, a boot on your neck, you know. Then you know it's it's all it's easy for me to get so emotional about this. But yeah, yeah I, and, I will. And, and I'll let me, send this to let me. Let me send. Yeah, send that to to Robert, and then Robert can get it to Annabelle, and that'd be fine. But sure, okay. you know, that was, so that the quote was from Abe Foxman. So Abe Foxman, I guess, is admitting in that quote that he's not white. Is that correct? If he wants to, oh yeah, he's, he he's admitting. He's admitting he's he's a Semite. Right, and, so he's uh, not white, and he's saying that, and that's why he has to be out for our destruction, not his destruction, not Jewish people's destruction. They have Israel; they can always go to Israel, and they can, and they can. And you have to be Jewish to go to Israel to become a citizen. So he's absolutely saying that Jewish people are not white, 
and white people that are not Jewish need to be eliminated. That's what he's saying. And, and everybody, and, and nobody's getting it. Nobody's calling him out on this. Yeah. That's what we need well, to I'm, do. It's, it's, this is pure, unmitigated uh, prejudice. It is pure hate. It, and it's absolutely blatant in its statement. It's open and blatant in its statement. And as far as I'm concerned, this statement represents the entire Jewish cult. You know, if they, if they, if just because they're not silent or they're, they're not vocal about it, just because they don't speak up, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that's, that's culpability in and of itself. You know, look, look at the amount of Catholics who have opposed uh, the mafia and, and have opposed uh, the, the 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 actions of the uh, inner core, you know, of, of that religion that has poured so much wealth into the church. Even so, they still oppose it. They oppose their pedophile priesthood. They oppose and 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 they're they're not they're not just saying you know we oppose this. Uh, you know, they 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 step up and and take care of business in their own house when it when it becomes you know, too problematic. But I see none, none of that in the Jew cult. And, and, it, it, and as far as I'm concerned, the Jew cult preaches this hate to its young uh, from day one. And they, they no, are, are totally, totally indoctrinated along these lines. So, and, and, and once again, you know, is it... Where how was much this of, published? Where was this published? Um, I, I really don't know. I, I, I just picked this quote up uh, the other day, and uh, it, it kind of came as a meme with, with his picture on it. And uh, Well, I wonder if he actually right. said that, if he really said that, or if it's somebody just put that out there. Well, you know, that could oh. be a, that could be a, a good question. Uh, but No uh, doubt. No doubt about it. He said those things. I just can't several imagine times. that somebody would be so open. Somebody well, in his position would openly say, quote something like that that could be published. And it could be somebody just doing it to hurt people like us who hear it and think that he said it. Okay. Well, okay. That's, that's a good challenge. I, I'll accept that, you know. And. Uh, I think I think uh, we could use the Google, Google, you know, and 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 just take a part of this and, and put it up uh, to see. But I, I I will bet dollars to donuts that anyone who reads the Jerusalem Post uh, can can see that this rhetoric is not uncommon, and in fact quite the opposite. But I don't, I don't think someone in Abe Fox's position would be that stupid. To, to give his thoughts that clearly what he feels, I think, I think he would be more foxy. Well, the, the nation of Judea well. was the first to declare war in World War II. The nation of Judea declared war uh, long before uh, the rest of the world got sucked into it. So, okay, let's okay. Annabelle, uh, anything else? we got a couple more. No, that's all. You go right ahead. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Rich. Um, Frank in North Carolina. Uh, hello. Um, okay, so yes, let's see. We're, we're about halfway through the show. Yeah. And basically what I've heard is we're trying to figure out how do we reason with our unreasonable uh, enemies. And we're trying to figure out who could possibly be behind all this. And surely they couldn't make statements like that. Does anybody ever listen to Dr. David Duke? Has anybody ever gone and done research on the Internet? There's a thing called the Internet. You can find all these quotes. These people are openly hateful against us. Unabashed. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I think this is silly. I mean, I'm sitting here listening to this show, and my blood is literally boiling. We we just we don't know all they're saying. I'm not surprised at any of it. They say these things all the time. 
We just need to make them public. They, they say things a lot worse than that. Yeah. So where where, yeah, where have these people? How, how did they get this phone number to listen to this show if they don't even know about that kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I talked to Ian yesterday and gave him the number and the access code to listen to the show, so he for himself can listen in and hear what we have to say. And if if he's on the line right now listening, how about writing an article about that quote that we just heard from Abe Foxman? Well, I, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I don't, I've never really thought of myself as an anti-Semite, uh, but mm-hmm. you know what? I, I have thought of myself as a, well, you know what? You could, you, you could just take the anti part out. You know, a lot of people call themselves counter-Jews. I'm against the Jewish community that wants to destroy me, and all the ones that stay quiet about it and know about it, because they all do. They all do. Uh, there are, there are honest Jews. Uh, some of whom speak out and criticize organized Jewry, and they say, look, I grew up in the Jewish community. Both my parents were Jewish. Went to synagogue. All Jews know we are against everyone else. We're only out for ourselves. I think people, a lot of people just can't handle the truth. That's what we're here for. We're truth seekers. Let's look. When I see a Jew, I don't give them the benefit of the doubt. A black person, if they look halfway decent and look like they have some self-respect and, and look like you know they were raised in, in a civilized home, I'll give them the. Hello. Sorry, uh, I dropped. I dropped Frank for a second. Sorry. Go ahead, Frank. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what I was saying, I, I don't give uh, members of the Jewish community uh, the benefit of a doubt. And I have a pretty good Judar. It's pretty finely honed. I'll miss one every now and then. But it's just like, uh, it's funny. I mean, it's amusing. It, it's just like uh, Brother Nathaniel Katmer says, Jews know he's a Jew. Even if he's wearing a big cross around his neck, he said they can tell from like 20 yards away, they'll stop in the middle of the street and they'll like turn their head and they're looking at him like, what? What is that Jew doing? Wearing the big cross, even people that don't know who he is, Jews know one another. Uh, and you know, of course, I went through most of my life till I was 40 years old, never knew what it, you know, never knew anything about them. But there, there are, you know, there, there's different ways to pick up on it. They do certain things with their with their name. You can go on the internet and look at how Jews change their name. There are videos. There are very instructive videos on the internet how Jews change their name, stuff like that. And it, it does a really a really good job uh, at explaining how they hide themselves. Uh, but, you know, I see a black person. I got muted when I was saying this earlier. I don't know what, what got out. You know, if they look like they got some self-respect and were raised in a civilized society and they look like they're going to treat me the way they want to be treated, I give them the benefit of the doubt, and I treat them the way I want to be treated. But with Jews, their, their, their history uh, precedes them. These are sneaky, weasel-like, snake-like people, man. And they, they, the bottom line is, anytime you show them any compassion or benefit of a doubt, what do they always do with it? It's like, it's like the toad going across the river to the bank, right? To the bank on the other side. Uh, oh, no, 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 I won't do anything. I, no, you're fine. Just, you know, please just give me a ride. And then, and then the scorpion stings the, 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 the frog on the back or whatever. And he says, wait a minute. Well, well why did you do that? And he said, because I'm a scorpion, because I'm a Jew. I mean, that, that's what that, I guarantee you that's what that's all about, the, the whole bank thing. All of that. The the middle the middle level Jewish people are kind of the cover for the controllers. You know, those are the really evil exploiters up at the top. And, okay, and they, the Jewish they, elite. they put the average middle class Jewish people out among us, so well, you know, there's a few good ones here and there. I had a neighbor when I was growing up. We got along fine. He was just like me, he was into fixing cars and stuff and when they're asked, look, we need you to do something for the tribe, how many of them are going to turn them down? And of those ones that turn them down, okay, and, go, and won't go against the interests of America, how many of them are going to report that, they were, that they, there was an attempt for them to be recruited to be used against America? None of them. None of them are going to turn their own people in. In the end, I've seen it. I have seen it in my own personal life. Jews will always side with the other Jew or the other Jews. Again, it doesn't matter what the other facts are or anything. I've seen that in my own life, and I know there's a lot of people 
out there. Uh, and that, and that the white Christians, Zionist Christians will too. They're even worse. Uh, They're even worse. I know. Yeah. We, we should never show any any slack, give, give the Jews any slack. They don't deserve it. And, and, and it, 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 you're only sowing the seeds to your own destruction. It's been done every time. I mean, look at what happened to the Tea Party movement. Uh, Robert, you know, I, I know you were down, you're down in South Carolina everything. I know there was a lot of Tea Party movement going on early on there. That stuff was real. You could feel it. You could feel it was real. It, it, the tension, you could see the tension in the air between the politicians getting up on the podiums and behind the podiums and speaking. People weren't buying it, and they were letting them know. And then it was like I, I was watching this grow, and it was really exciting. And it seemed like it was within like weeks, like four or five weeks, all of a sudden these Jews start coming in to take it over. Sarah Palin, a Lithuanian Jew with the short skirt and high heels. They put her in there, and, and, and then all of a sudden you get her and McCain running for president. That, that's what they always do. They always infiltrate. You always have to be. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to make people paranoid, but, man, you've always got to be vigilant. You're always going to have these slick-talking Jews that are going to come in. They're going to have all the answers, uh, just like all these Jews out there pushing this QAnon stuff. That's a bunch of nonsense. Even Roger Stone. One of, one of Trump's oldest buddies, and he, a former advisor to his campaign, said yesterday when he was hosting Alex Jones in the fourth hour, he said there was never any sealed indictments. There, was, there isn't going to be and there never was going to be any roundups. That was all a psyop pushed by the Jews so that the white, the, the white chief would just sit back and say, oh, everything's going to be taken care of. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where we are now. But <laughs> I know yes, people, people want an easy answer, man. This is this is ugly. This is nasty. And these people want to kill us. And I'm telling you something. Well, else. we don't want to get don't want to get emotional about it. It is disgusting to but we got to keep repeating the things that Rich said. We, we got to keep bringing this up. You know, we got to publicize it. And, and if if people just can't hear us We've done our job. Okay, know. well, people need to uh, listen to Dr. David Duke. He was on last night, first hour with Jeff Rents. It was a great interview as usual. I mean, I've heard it all before, uh, but it was a great presentation. Duke was spot on. He was, uh, you know, firing on all cylinders, powerful every day, five days a week. You want to hear these quotes from the Jews. That's primarily where where uh, he gets his sort, his information all, all David Duke is doing is just telling you what their plans are, what they say their plans are. They want to destroy us. I mean, what more and, do you And you to said have? that he, he lost his videos or I YouTube didn't say or that, what? But yeah, he did. Yeah, he, well, he, I, I forget. He mentioned it on both shows. I think he mentioned it on his own broadcast yesterday. And then again with, with uh, Jeff Ritz last night. I think he's, he's. I think he said he's got like 152 videos, and he received an email from, I guess, YouTube on every one of them. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't do that stuff. But he, they were all taken down, I guess. So. Uh, well, why doesn't he come up with an alternative? Why doesn't he give us something else? You know, so we don't waste our time with YouTube and Google and Facebook. Let's get together and go somewhere else where we can speak freely. Well, you know, apparently, now is the time uh, to do Duke it. is just subsistence living. He, he's just he's just barely getting by himself, so uh, he, he can't afford to come up. Here, here's a, here's a question for for you for everybody to ask themselves. And there again, I'm probably preaching to the choir, but maybe maybe uh, the media or whoever else is listening who's questioning us, um, why would they delete delete Duke's videos if they had nothing to hide? You know, that's just about a, there's all kinds of stuff out there that's not real. They leave up. Why do they want to delete the truth? Because they don't want people hearing the truth. I mean, that's that's an obvious, that's, that's blatant in your face right there. Why, exactly. Why would they censor the you? And, you know, Annabelle asked, asked a couple of questions. Those who hate the truth. That's right. And uh, I can't remember exactly what her, her questions were, but... Um, they, they, you know, it all boils down to that they, they want to censor us, and you know, just like about the Ritz program, uh, because he gets, uh, you know, death threats and burn down his house and stuff like that because uh, they don't want people to know the truth. That's the bottom line. 
And there's people like us who will tell the truth. People like David Duke and Don Black and everybody else that speaks up, we tell the truth because we've done our research. And why is it that Google censors these things? Again, because they don't want people knowing the truth. It's going to hurt them. It's hurting Facebook. Their censorship has cost them billions of dollars. And it's going to hurt Google. We just have to stay with it. We have to remind them, if you censorship, you censor, it will hurt your bottom line. Your company will fail. Real quick, Frank, before you say something, while I'm thinking about it, Annabelle asked, why, why does, she asked, why does, why do these people let, let us go, uh, uh, you know, they can't do that and this and that, something of that nature, okay? Well, this this is why they do this, because they know, just, just like they, 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 they dox people and they try to get people fired, because where, if you want to hurt somebody the most, where do you, where do you, what do you do? You hit them in the pocketbook. That's what they do. So they can get you fired, in which they have. They ruin many people's lives, uh, and same with rents. So they threaten rents so that he will be forced to drop us uh, because he does have uh, people who advertise on there and people and his, himself as well. You know, his family, he's concerned about his family. Uh, so that's why they do what they do. That's why the employer fires the employee because they're getting bad publicity. I don't think it should be legal, uh, I don't, but I don't think there's any kind of law against it. And the other thing to address Annabelle's question is, why is the government doing anything about this? Because they are the government. They are the yeah, people are. behind. They are the ones behind all this. They control it all. They control it all. It's, that's right. That's right. So that, that's, I remember those. If I remember correctly, that's what Annabelle was asking. Why isn't the government doing anything? And why has? Why are these people dropping shows? Them are the reasons why. And I'll back out, guys. Thank you. Thing, the thing I wanted to say, and then, and then you can just mute me for the rest of the show. Uh, the uh, the thing is, you you a lot of people don't seem to pick up on this. You cannot judge your enemy, your opponent, uh, your potential enemy, by how they act when they're the only one on your street, because they're gonna they're gonna behave, they're gonna try and just blend in, uh, and all that. Okay. Only when they start becoming the minority will you actually see the manifestations of how they really feel about you. Uh, the, uh, the contempt will start coming out. The, hey, you know what, you're different uh, from me and we don't like the way you do it. Uh, we're good. Now that we're, we have the numbers, we're going to do it our way and we don't care what you say. You no longer have any input. Your opinion is not needed. Uh, people, a lot of people don't understand that. They're like, well, I knew this Jew or I knew this, this uh, one guy and he was down the street and I talked to him and we had a beer one time and I helped him with his lawnmower one time. You can't go by that. You just can't. You know, you, you just can't do it. Uh, you know, Jews are not typically brave people anyway. I mean, they're, they're kind of mousy. They let everybody else do their fighting for them. Do you really think that the typical average uh, middle class Jew is going to come out and say, uh, hey, you know what, you guys suck. We Jews are better than you. Uh, and give the finger to everybody down, walking down the street, uh, you know, walking, walking down the street or whatever. No, they're not going to do that. They're going to hide it. They have to. It's a matter of, uh, of um, it's, it's, it's part of their, uh, what do you call it, their uh, survival. Uh, what yeah. did you say it again? The program for that. They, yeah. They're they're deceivers. Thousands they're programmed to lie, right? And do right. something they're not. I'll consider myself muted. <sighs> okay. Anybody else? We got a little more time left. Star six. Anybody else wants to chime in? Open well, forum I hope today. That, uh, Dean is listening to the show today, and how can he answer? Can will you print? That quote from Abe Foxman, Ian, would you put that in the Washington Post? It, where was that quote? Was it in uh, Haaretz or one of the Jewish newspapers? I think Annabelle called it out right when she asked, uh, where did that quote come from, and can we go and view it? 
Well, that's really what we need to do. We need to we need okay. to look at these things. If somebody wants to chime in, Erica seven one nine. You're on with us. Hi. Yes, sir. Um, can I can I uh, ask Frank something? <laughs> um, yeah. Frank from uh, North Carolina, if you can get on Alex Jones' show, say, hey, Alex, World War II has awarded preserved nationalism from the Axis powers, the most multicultural alliance in the world. How come you only talk about the Germans? By doing that, Alex, you've made us all Nazis. You've made, you've made that war against uh, white nationalism against nationalism. And uh, that's why we're called Nazis, because of uh, Alex Jones' uh, one-sided view of history. I'd, I'd love to hear Frank ask Alex that. I mean, uh, we were well, Alex by... Jones is full of crap. Well, I mean, we can use him. Um, we were attacked by Buddhists. And, I mean, I talk to a lot of the younger people about this, and I, I go, I don't know why the TV-educated Forrest Gump generation missed this. They purposely made World War II about Jews and Nazis when that was a straw man argument. You should dismiss it. It was a, to preserve nationalism against the Axis powers. They don't ever bring up the Buddhists. They don't ever bring up the Muslims that were part of that alliance. And uh, it's all to be anti-white and to call us uh, Nazis, when in fact what we represent is everything World War II veterans fought to preserve, nationalism. And I would love to hear Frank ask that. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't buy the premise, so you, you're not going to hear me ask that to Alex Jones. You don't, you don't believe World War II vets fought to preserve nationalism from the Axis powers? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. Well, well it's a form, it was a form of nationalism, but that that was that was the uh, that was perceived, perceived. Well, okay. Yeah, it was perceived exactly. Well, okay, but at least we don't we sound like we're Americans. I mean, if you if you allow them to force their th this version of history is so important to them. Erdogan from Turkey sat there and started calling Europeans a bunch of racist Nazis when the Muslims were allies with the Germans in in Barbosa. And it's, it's so important that they have this twisted version of history that Jews will dress up like Nazis and show up at our rallies. I, for one, personally think anybody going around talking about Germans is a plant for the FBI or the, or the Jews, or they're just a complete dumbass Forrest Gump who will swallow anything like a box of chocolates. I love your Forrest Gump analogies. I, I think I've heard you over the years bring yeah. those up, and I think those are excellent. Uh, those, those are very good, and I think you're spot on with the Forrest Gump analogies. Uh, I sit there, and I mean, I shut people down left and right. If they bring up this Nazi crap, I go, hey, stupid, the Axis powers, the most multicultural alliance the world has ever seen, were invading their neighbors' borders, just like the Mexican Nazis are invading us for Liebestrom. And I mean, I'm... I'm they, they just can't touch me. Hey, you guys, I need to get going to work, but uh, it's been good talking to you. Can I, can I put your name in? So, your okay, first name? Uh, call me Dan from Colorado. Bye. Okay. Good. He's got a different approach, I would say, than, than we usually take. It's kind of like an end around. Uh, rearranging World War Two. Yeah, I don't buy the premise. I really don't. I, I don't understand it quite, but I think he's. I've heard him correct. extrapolated a, a little further out on Stormfront a couple of years ago, but I uh, I tried to follow it and I kind of followed it, but I, I just think he's wrong. I think he's wrong, and I think there is. I understand why people gravitate towards the, the old symbols of uh, you know of the National Socialists of Germany because. I mean, there's a lot to admire about that. I mean, it, it was really, it was awesome. I mean, it was awe-inspiring, you know. I mean, what, what, it shows you what people, particularly white people, can do if they come together and put their differences apart, however, you know, that may happen. Uh, you know, personally, I, I don't know if I would have been a good Nazi because I don't like being told what to do. And I'm kind of a, I am a real rugged individualist. I don't pull punches, and I, I probably... You know, I probably wouldn't have gotten along real well, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe under Hitler. I don't know. Yeah. I speak my mind too much. But uh, but there's a lot to admire about it, and I think that's why people, particularly young people, gravitate towards it. Um, and, and okay, let's get, Go ahead. let's get Jeremy on. He's really good. Jeremy? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. 
Good morning. I'll be real quick. I just want to address Dan from Colorado, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. This approach is the similar approach to Democrats are the real racist. Uh, the, you know, the, 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 the Nazis are the real multicultural. That's the argument he's putting forth there. And, I mean, you know, the American soldiers, you know, they come from 1940s America. We were 95% white. And in their minds, they were fighting for a white ethno-nationalism of America in the minds of the soldiers of America. But in actuality, what happened, you know, Bolshevism was engulfing Europe, and Hitler and Germany and the National Socialists were the only force, you know, the Axis powers were the only force that was stopping communism from totally taking over. And we see that because what was the result of World War II? Communism totally took over half the globe, and you had communism spread to China, Mao Zedong, 50-plus million, Korean and Vietnam. So that's the result. World War II was about one nation, Germany, and their alliance standing against global communism. And the Americans were beguiled, the people and the soldiers were beguiled into thinking they were fighting for their nation. That's the way I see it, but I think Dan's approach is similar to Democrats are the real racist type thing. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, it, it, it gets all convoluted. Everybody should learn World War II and the true history of it. You know, it's, that's that's our biggest problem. People don't know history. Okay, Jeremy, I got a couple more. We're about to run out of time. Mute me. All right. Okay. Anonymous? Are you listening or just... Okay. No, Robert, you there? Anonymous? I can't tell Anonymous, your number. Yeah. That's okay. I, I, this is Mike in South Carolina. Oh, uh, yeah. I wanted to follow up with some of the things that Frank had mentioned, and that is that uh, when the uh, the uh, party Tea Party started up, um, the Lithuanian Jew called uh, uh, Sarah Palin came in and really stomped on everybody. Uh, she became vice president nominee under um, John McCain. And little known uh, information about John McCain is John McCain's also Jewish too. And uh, Sarah Palin got her come up to become vice president nominee uh, through an interview with uh, Henry Kissinger, who's also a direct link to the Rothschilds. Uh, if you look very carefully in some of the history, you'll find out that uh, the Bushes are Jewish, uh, Obama's Jewish. Um, okay, Mike. Yeah, we we've heard you say that. That, that doesn't help us. That doesn't really help us, Mike. Well, why not? Your point is, is, is I'm pointing out exactly well, what's going on here, and you're not you're not there. No, not exactly what's going on. You know, you're you're naming some individuals that just that creates a rabbit hole that we have to figure out whether you're telling us right or not, but. Okay, Mike. Thank you. I'm, we're going to go to Robert. Are you, are you calling me a liar? No, we're not calling you a liar, you're, but you're, it's you're just not you're productive. Infer, you're it's not productive. A liar. If you wake up, Henry McMaster, one of your best friends, is running for for governor of South Carolina, and he's Jewish, and he won't tell you that though. Okay. <laughs> okay, Rich. How's it going? I think guys? we've I heard from Rich from New York, aren't you? How's it, yeah. How's it going, guys? What's going on? I just want to wait to the end of the show. I have a question. Um, okay. As of today, I'm getting uh, charged to listen to this. Is that normal or? A what? I'm getting charged, but uh, one cent a minute uh, to listen to the to this radio station. Is that normal, or is that something on my end with my phone? That's uh, something it, on it, your end. There's nothing to do with Ray Coffert's call. Okay, I just wanted to know that. Because I called today, and as of today, they're saying that I'm getting charged. One Who's this carrier? Uh, Are you calling on VoIP? Like I'm Skype or something? No, cell phone. Man, you, mean, you need to get another carrier. That's, that, that's not going to work. Since you guys started, it just started happening today. Okay, I just wanted to see if it was on your guys' end. Thank you. Okay, well... That Mike just can't can't live with him, can't live without him, can we? <laughs> I know he 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 thinks I'm connected to Henry Master. 
Well, you know, like uh, Patrick Slattery says, that if you make a mistake and call somebody something that they're not, and it comes out later that they weren't what you called them, that looks bad for us. I mean, I, I, and to many people, I think like, I think the overwhelming percentage of Jewish people in the world, I think we're like 99% Jewish. If we keep calling all these people Jewish, I don't know, man. Yeah. It gets out of, out of yeah. control to me. Yeah, it just makes us out of control, exactly. It doesn't produce, it's not productive picking out normal politicians. They, I mean, they do act like them, right? And a tree is known by its fruit, right? If Henry McMaster is out to save the, the nation of Israel first and, and South Carolina America second, then he's doing the same thing they do. You know, but it doesn't help to, to say he is one of the controllers, the, the exploiters. You know, he, his behavior may emulate them or imitate them. So in that case, he needs to go as well. If he's against our our people and survival of our people, if Mike's trying to say that, I would agree with him. But painting a brush like that does it's not productive. Well, that's about all for today, folks. Thank you all yeah, for I coming. We'll be back on tomorrow with Doctor Hill. Doctor Hill. And then we'll head into the weekend. Hey, check out all the... One last thing. Uh, Those who let the Jews in the gate in the middle of the night while all the rest of us are sleeping, uh, you're just as guilty. Watch your back. That's right. That's right. Okay, we're going to end the recording. All right.